Hello, and welcome to Witchy Woman Podcast. I am your host, Danae Sweet, and this is episode 99. Dude, this snuck up on me. I don't know why I thought it was still going to be 98, but it's 99. We're going to be 100 full episodes in next week, so I I got to think of something special to do for everybody. I just kind of been flying by the seat of my pants lately, so I don't have anything planned yet. I will think of something. Um, today, we're going to talk about the element of fire. This is going to be the first in a series that I'm just going to talk about each one of the the elements, kind of how they fit into a magical practice, and how I use them, and what their correspondences are. Now, these are not going to be like every correspondence for fire. This is going to be like examples <laughs> because if I did a full like giant list of everything it corresponds with fire, it would take me forever. And honestly, I don't have all that knowledge. I just have what I work with and what I've been taught. Before I start, I want to like catch up on a little bit of like the coven activity, the Patreon group. Um, we are going to start doing a series of hypnotherapy sessions that build up to a full past life regression session. Now, I definitely have some guidelines and, oh, how do I want to say this? Some recommendations for how we're going to do this. Um, I have done group sessions before um, and it worked out great. So I'm excited to see how the coven and those who participate, how they experience this um, regression therapy. I think it's very helpful, is beautiful for um, you to be able to recall your past lives. And I want to like explain something, I guess. So um, there are different ways to connect with your past life. So one that I hear about the most is having a psychic medium do a reading for you and tell you what your past lives are. Not there's nothing against this. It's just not my preferred way of doing it. Um, I have um, how do I want to word this? <laughs> I've had different mediums try to tell me different things about my past lives that 100% did not resonate at all. And you know, I tried to really connect and it didn't. Um, and I don't know, I don't know, this is going to sound super fucking judgy, but I'm not being judgy. It just, to me, um, doesn't feel as authentic because it's someone else telling me about my past lives when, um, I think it's more authentic when you can recall your own. And that's why I use hypnotherapy for uh, past life uh, regression. It's a therapy. It's not supposed to be meant for a parlor trick. It is definitely therapeutic. When you go into a hypnotic state and you ask your subconscious to take you to a past life that is important, most often it's a past life that you need to experience in order to work through some kind of issue or shadow work here in this life. So it's not always rainbows and butterflies and all that. A lot of times it's traumatic. It can be um, sad, you can cry, you can experience a whole range of emotions which is why I'm asking everybody to have a spotter, just somebody in the house that can watch you and make sure that you're having a good experience. And uh, if you need support, then you have support right there on site. <laughs> so I want to just explain that because there's a whole lot going on um, in that respect in the coven. And um, I wanted to let you guys know. So that's one of the things that we do in the coven is just all kinds of cool stuff like hypnotherapy. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm going to stop talking about that. 
Um, oh, if you guys hadn't checked out, I have new merch um, available. So if you're on Instagram, click on my my bio link and it'll take you to um, all kinds of different, it'll have like tabs for all different things. Click on um, the merchandise thing and it's new merchandise merchandise <laughs> and it's cheaper I found a better site it's a lot cheaper um, and I have new designs on there I can link it in the uh, bio or in the show notes here and also I will post it in our different groups the podcast groups so that you guys can shop my merch <laughs> I appreciate it um okay so I'm gonna get right into the element of fire, which is one of my favorite elements to work with, which is weird because a lot of my chart is um, air and water, like a lot is air and water. So let's start out with like just the characteristics of the element of fire. So when you think of fire, think action, activation, motivation, um, dragon and phoenix energy, you know, like that big powerful um, rise from the ashes energy, passion, power, purification, release, and transformation. The element, you know, the physical form of fire transforms whatever it's feeding off of, meaning it's fuel, whether that's you know, wood or matchsticks or whatever it is, it's, or a candle, it's transforming into a different form of energy. I love adding the element of fire to my magic just to create that forward movement and a release of intentions into the universe. It's something that I can visualize. I can watch whatever I'm doing. Like if I write something on a piece of paper that I want to release and throw it into my cauldron fire, I can watch that word. So say I'm trying to stop drinking pop, which soda for some of you. (laughs) Um, So if I'm trying to release that habit, then I I write, you know, drinking pop or, you know, my, my pop addiction and I'll throw it into the fire and watch that paper burn, turn into ash and smoke. So how do we represent the element of fire on your altar space? So you can use candles, crystals that correspond with fire. Um, The tool, your altar tool of a a wand, that is um, representative of the element of fire. Or you can write the symbol of fire on a piece of paper and place it on your altar. And that is the most simple thing to do. You can draw it right on your table. If you have like a table that you only use for that, you can actually draw the symbols like with a marker or something on each of the directions that it corresponds with. Like you can put fire on south. And that brings me to my next point. Where do you put this on your altar? So it depends on how you want it to be set up, what tradition you follow. If it's something formal, I'm sure they have some kind of place you have to put it. But um, you can place it in its traditional corresponding direction, which is south or wherever it fits. Um, It's a lot of people have a very strict idea of what your altar should look like. Um, My working altar is a hot fucking mess. I will just come out and say that like the one I sit and I do my spell work at and all that stuff it is a mess I do have everything on there it's just not the best organized let's just put it that way (laughs) so for one of my altars my more like formal altar I have four of those like tall glass candles from the dollar store in each of the colors of the element so my fire one is red and I have it placed in the direction of south on my altar and the others are with it in like a diamond shape that are placed at each of their corresponding directions as well so I'll pick 
the way I use this is I will pick each one up, face the direction and the direction it corresponds with, and light the candle as I call in the elements and directions during spells and rituals. When I'm finished, to release the directions and elements, I will pick each lit candle up, face the direction, and blow out the candle. Yes, I blow them out mostly. <laughs> I'm not Wiccan. I do not follow a particular path that requires I snuff them out. I'm sure that will irritate some people, but you do you. Um, I do snuff out candles that are my deity candles. So now let's talk about color corresponding with your candles that you're going to use. So I love to use red candles for fire, but yellow, gold, and orange are also colors that correspond with fire. Um, a really cheap trick for this, if you don't have or can't find any candles of those colors, is to carve the symbol of fire, which is a triangle, into a white candle, or if you have man that train is loud today kind of um those big tall ones in the glass jars you can write on the glass with permanent marker or paint you can write fire the word fire you can put the symbol on it you can draw flame do whatever you do you um i i like to do the cheap stuff i actually just bought <laughs> some glitter paint <laughs> markers they're called actually hang on they're called paint sticks they're from art skills and i found them at the dollar store and they look like crayons when you open them up but they're really pretty different colors they have sparkle because you know i love glitter but um i bought some so i could decorate i have a bunch of those tall white candles and i wanted to decorate them um with different intentions with sigils and play with that and i just played with that a little bit ago because you know adhd and i can't just sit down and do the podcast <laughs> I took a break and played with with the art sticks and kind of played on the glass. It didn't stick as well as I liked it to, but um, it still looks pretty. So you can totally use something like that or permanent marker or um, they have those paint markers that are like metallic. Those are so cool. Um, so anyway, just a cheap hack <laughs> that, that I, I like to find things like that. I like to find things in the dollar store that I can use um, to make the plain things a little more fancy. <laughs> anyway, I also love to incorporate crystals into spells and my witchy craft items. For example, if I'm making a like a spell bag for motivation or passion, I'll most definitely put some fire crystal tumbles or chips in there. I love carnelian, citrine, red jasper, pyrite, and my favorite is garnet. <laughs> but there are a lot more to work with than just those. Pretty much think anything red, orange, yellow, or gold, but there's others like tiger's eye that is brown with gold color in it that also corresponds traditionally with the element of fire. But if you look at some sources, it also corresponds with earth and grounding. So it's kind of one of those personal things. You just go with what feels right to you. And like I said, I like to use these crystals in like spell bags. I will put them in an offering bowl when I'm doing a spell that requires some action. I want to like double up on all of my um, manifestation items. And, and crystals amplify the intention of whatever you are, whatever corresponds with them and what you're trying to accomplish. So I will put like crystals around like my intention candle. So Say I've got like a really pretty uh, gold candle for prosperity. I want to add like some action and purpose and drive and, you know, some pizzazz <laughs> to to this spell. I may like 
around the, the the candle that I have, I may surround it with like carnelian chips or some citrine tumbles kind of scattered in there and make some pretty design around my candle to amplify the effects of my manifestation candle. I love using crystals. They are, I'm a crystal whore. I love them. They're all over my house. They're in my bra right now. And I think I have one in my pocket. Hang on. Yes, I have one in my pocket. <laughs> I also like to wear crystals in, as intention. So if I'm feeling um, especially unmotivated and I really need to get some shit done, I will pick some of my crystal. I have a lot of those stretchy crystal bracelets and I'll pick out of those the ones that have a fire energy to it. So I most generally will pick my garnet and my carnelian and I have one with some crystal uh or some citrine chips uh, bracelet. So I will pick those and I'll wear those to like channel some good fire energy and motivation to like get some shit done. Um, I love wearing crystals for intention purposes like that. So if you have those, you can wear them during spells. So if I, if I'm doing a, a spell for to help me heal uh, or have peace. Let's say I need a spell or I'm doing some kind of intention work to increase my the peace and calmness in my life. Then I'm going to wear crystals that correspond with that intention while I'm doing my spell. So I'm going to look at my crystals and or my jewelry and I'm going to pick things like blue lace agate, um, uh, amethyst, uh, I love bringing some kind of thing in like a rose quartz, you know, for self-love and peace. So I'm going to put on things like that while I do that spell that corresponds. So there's all, way, all kinds of ways to incorporate crystals into your magical workings. And then there's herbs. Uh, I don't know which one I love more, crystals or herbs. I the quarantine has made me like 100% like a plant witch right now. So I'm vibing with a lot of different herbs and plants at the moment. But herbs that have uh, fire as their corresponding element are just one more way to represent fire in your magical practice. I love using herbs in incense blends, uh, spell bags, teas, ritual bags, and there's so many other purposes or in ways you, you can use herbs. You can cook with particular herbs and have the intention of that herb and purpose into your food. I mean, kitchen witches do this like perfectly. So uh, if that resonates with you, maybe there's some beautiful kitchen witch books that you can buy with recipes and how to infuse intention uh, into your cooking. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> some of the herbs that are in alignment with fire are angelica, basil, carnation, dill, garlic, hibiscus, marigold, peppermint, rosemary, pep red pepper, and vervain. So that's just a small list of them, but those are some of the herbs that you can find in your kitchen. You can find them right in the kitchen cabinet or easily you can find them like in the grocery store or something. Actually, Dollar Store has a lot of different spices and stuff for super cheap. At least the one here does. <laughs> um, I love using herbs. I will often, and I, this is probably going to like make somebody that's listening make their eye twitch, but the way I make my loose incense blends is like pretty much intuitive. Like I have this uh, spice uh, shelving behind me and I will get like a little jar. Like I have, we, well, I'm a witch. I have shitloads of jars. But anyway, I will get a small jar out to collect all the herbs that I want to use in my spell 
that I'm going to use, you know, in the incense part of it. And I will just have this jar and I will intuitively just start picking things off my shelf and sticking them in this jar. And then I have a grinder that I'll grind them up. Um, and then I put them on a hot charcoal during my spell to represent whatever my intention is. So I don't completely go like just pick them all willy-nilly. I do have like an idea of what each one represents and the intentions that they're good for, but I'm not, I don't usually have like a list that I follow strictly. I might have loose guidelines <laughs> and then I just go with it. So it's whatever, whatever, you know, you feel good doing, but that for me, that's a creative outlet. Like I love being creative in my incense blends. So that's just one, another way that you can do it. Um, what else? How else do I do it? I actually have been wearing uh, or carrying a little bag, like an organza bag of particular herbs that are for motivation because I've been feeling tired lately and a little just fatigued. Um, last week I had a lupus flare up. So this week I'm kind of like in that recovery type phase where I need to be mindful of how much sleep I get and the foods I eat and I'm still kind of tired. So I've been carrying around different um different herbs right now in my pocket there is rosemary peppermint um I got some red pepper I have a stick of cinnamon <laughs> in there and then I have some carnelian um crystal chips and that's in my pocket and um I did a a spell on YouTube I think I did a spell on YouTube that I kind of modeled this one after um I think the intention for the other one might have been like motivation and stuff but this one I just made a little bit more fiery <laughs> but anyway I like will pick it up and I like smell all the herbs every once in a while and it's like recharges myself it's pretty cool if you like things if you're really big into smells um definitely try try a spell bag that you can smell the herbs and stuff through um essential oils are another way or another layer of magic that adds correspondent or that corresponds with fire Blech. my words are starting to go blah I need more caffeine <laughs> so um some of them are frankincense rosemary clove and cinnamon that's just a few of the oils that you can find that are fire oils I use uh I use essential oils quite a bit I use them to dress candles I will use them like in a roller bottle with fractionated coconut oil to um uh, put on my skin during rituals and spells or during the day like have an in I call them just like intention blends <laughs> if I'm feeling a little anxious I like one for calming that I will wear um anyway you can put them in spell bags so when I do spell bags a lot of times I will put all of the like the materials like um crystals and herbs in there first and then I will take whatever oil blend or single oil that I want to add to it and just drip a a couple little drops on the herbs and, and stuff in there and then kind of shake it a little bit. Um, I use them to uh, for room sprays especially. I love making like intention sprays. So a lot of times instead of um, using like smoke clearing, for me allergy season is a real big pain in the ass. So anything that irritates my nose or lungs really sets me off. So in the spring, um, a lot of times I don't use smoke clearing. I use intention sprays instead because it doesn't irritate my lungs. And I will use like rosemary and lavender and peppermint and all kinds of stuff. Stick it in a in a little 
bottle, spray bottle with some um, witch hazel and distilled water and boom, you have an intention spray. Um, and you can use the fire oils to make an intention spray. If you're feeling down in the dumps, if you need to get shit done, you got laundry piling up. A lot of times I have one that I made with frankincense, cinnamon, and clove. It smells so good. <laughs> Don't get it on your skin or your eyes. Those are all oils that make ouchies. <laughs> so um, I will grab my my motivation spray and as I'm drinking my coffee I'll like just kind of spray it in the air around me in the morning to kind of get me going um so this is another way you can use oils uh in your magical practice um I can also use them in offering bowls uh with other ingredients so say I am making an offering to Lilith I really like using uh it's called Damiana oil for her and I will drop like I'll have some flowers and things in there dried stuff and I will drop that oil over the top of them and and have that uh for her in her her offering bowl that I have there is some other like miscellaneous information that I just wanted to give to you um about the element of fire some correspondences the zodiac um signs that are fire signs are Aries Leo and Sagittarius the the symbol i think i mentioned it before but it's like a triangle um solar system correspondences are jupiter mars and the sun I, you know what i think there are more than that but that's just what this particular i'm reading these little random ones out of llewellyn's where is it complete book of correspondences by sandra kynes it is a giant book i love it very very much i don't agree with all of the correspondences but i'll give them to you so you have them um, let's see, the so chakra system would be the solar plexus. I also feel like the sacral chakra is, uh, fire, but whatever. <laughs> um, some of the different celebrations that we have, um, are Beltane, Imbolc, and Litha, Litha, however you say it. Um, those are the, the fire celebrations and you'll see that in the different traditions and how you celebrate and incorporate the fire element into that. And it's absolutely beautiful. Those are some of my favorite pagan celebrations that we, we do. Um, tarot, we've got judgment, swords, and wands. So if you want to represent fire with a tarot card, you can always place a tarot card um, that, that corresponds with fire on your altar while you do your workings. Just be mindful of which one it is and what it actually means. I wanted to give you guys a list, okay, a short list of some of the deities that are considered fire corresponding deities. Now, you may not agree with these. I don't agree with all of these, but I wanted to put them out there. So in case you were looking or thinking about um, a deity that embodies that fire element. So uh, first we've got some goddesses. This is not an end-all list. This is just a few. We have Brigid, Danu, Durga, Freya, Hestia, Pele, um, Sekhmet. Um, did I already say Vesta? But Vesta. She's the goddess of the hearth. Um, then we have some gods. We've got Dionysus, Hephaestus, Horus. Um, I can't pronounce that one, so we're not going to say it. <laughs> um, uh, Perun, Prometheus, Vulcan, and I think it's Inari. Yes. So anyway, those are just some of them that are corresponding with the fire element. 
I would love to hear from you guys and how you incorporate the element of fire into your magical practice if you do. So I'm going to go ahead and after this episode launches, I will post um, in our groups and on the main page and on Instagram probably too, like how do you incorporate fire into your practice? I really love learning from you. I find it absolutely fascinating the multitude of different ways we all practice. To me, that just is absolutely beautiful and I love when I can learn from everybody else too. So I will post that so that you can share your ideas. I know this one's a little shorter than what I've been doing um, because the other ones have been um, interviews, but um, I wanted to do one that was informational, that gives you some kind of practical knowledge that you could use right away. Um, Oh, a little bit about the past couple episodes have been with Calum, the palmistry expert from Scotland. He started his classes um, Sunday. So we had our first class on Sunday and it was absolutely fan-fucking-tastic. <laughs> so um, he, he's having seven classes. They're super reasonably priced. I think like when it comes out, like the, the exchange rate, it was like $13 for the class. Um, he will have one every Sunday for like seven weeks is what we're doing or what he's doing. They're very, very informative. I highly, highly recommend them. We went over um, fingernails and texture and flexibility and color versus like the color, like whether your skin is, you know, blue because you not have good circulation or pink or red or whatever. Um, so it went over some of my... Uh, I just can't, I'm stumbling over my words, slow down, Danae. I just am really fascinated with palmistry and I feel like I'm learning something that I can apply right away. So like the class, after we did the class, I'm like looking at my fingers and my fingernails. I'm like looking at Brad's hands and going through all, you know, what I learned on his hands. So I really highly recommend it. If you're looking for something absolutely new to learn and really honestly hard to find a legit legitimate teacher um I highly recommend these classes so go check out fortune by Calum on Instagram and on Facebook um, and if you have never had a palmistry reading dude do it um if you didn't listen to that episode it was last week where he I think it was last yeah where he revealed all of my palmistry reading results um and I was blown the fuck away at how much information he had by reading pictures of my hands. So I can only imagine what it would feel like in person to actually connect with, you know, somebody of his talent and have them be able to do that. So I highly recommend it if you haven't tried it out. All right, I'm going to get off that. <laughs> get off my soapbox about that. Um, if you are looking for gifts for the holidays and you belong to our Witchy Woman Friends group or the Coven group, please remember that Saturdays are Small Business Saturdays and we're posting. I make one post and then everybody posts their shop link or pictures below and we can shop each other's witchy wares, which I really want to help support and promote small business creators, um, especially this year where everybody, it's been a hard year, right? So um, I highly, highly encourage you guys to check out the Small Business Saturday posts and shop um, for your witchy friends and family from that list. We're doing that in the coven as well. And then on in the coven, we're also doing reader 
um, we're going to do like a card reader Thursdays where I'll make one post and then the readers that are in our coven are allowed to post their rates or specials going on as far as card readings or mediumship that week. Um, so lots going on. Um, it's getting really busy, you know, as far as the podcast and family and all this stuff because it's getting closer to Yule or Christmas or whatever you celebrate. Um, so I'm really trying to pack some stuff into the time that we have before everybody's probably going to disengage a little bit during the holidays um, and do their own thing. So support each other and our small businesses, please. Um, I ended up spending a shitload. I I went Black Friday shopping online and tried to do only Etsy shops and creators that I knew um, personally that were making amazing Christmas items and gifts. So I... And then, of course, I shopped for myself. <laughs> Duh. Um, I ended up getting some things for myself as well. I bought classes. Um, the Poisoner's Apothecary has a whole series on plant allies. So I bought that. He had it on sale that week. So um, I, bought, I bought that. I bought some things from... Um, I got some necklaces, I believe, from Calum, um, of, she He also makes uh, cute little... Um, why is my mind going blank? He makes pendants. Jesus, today. Okay, I need to probably get off this computer and hammer down, like, a pop or something. I, I, I need some caffeine. So, anyway, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you liked it, please um, like and subscribe if you're, if whatever platform you're on you can that helps me and the podcast get seen um also if you loved this episode or love the podcast please leave a review if you can i i love seeing you guys' reviews i look at them um <laughs> if i'm having a really shitty day i look at like reviews and i will reread you guys' messages that you send me like you guys pump me up. You are my, like, hype up crew. When I'm having a really shitty day, I, like, go into my messages on Instagram and I read every one of them that you guys send me that are like, oh my god, I love your podcast. I listen. I love it. Or when you're asking questions, like, I I will reread those just to, like, hype myself up when I'm having, like, a real crap day. So thank you guys for coming along with me on this journey and making me feel needed and uh, appreciated. That is absolutely priceless and i love you guys for that so i guess that's all i got so until next time stay witchy bye bye